Welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hartley. This podcast is for heart-centered leaders just like you. I hope our time spent together helps you leave a heart print where those around you are left better than yesterday. These interview sessions are sponsored by our great friends at Elevate Online Marketing. On episode 171, I am joined by Peter Hopwood. Peter is a global speaker coach, TEDx coach, and virtual speaking specialist. Peter travels the globe physically and virtually, supporting executives, leaders, founders, and teams to craft and deliver engaging stories, increase their leadership presence, and persuasive connection. Peter guides professionals to adopt a set of speaking behaviors and insights to create stronger chemistry and connection using storytelling techniques to get closer to better outcomes. It's a great conversation, one that I hope inspires your speaking. And here we go, episode 171 with Peter Hopwood. Peter, welcome to the Always Best in Yesterday podcast. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. And um, I'm even better having a chat with you. So we, 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 uh, we tried to get this going and um, a few ups and downs along the way, but we made it. So, Absolutely. Um, so I'm we, happy that we, we, we're chatting now. Where really? are you right now, Ryan? You have to tell me. Remind me, where are you? I'm in southwest England near Bath. Right. Okay. I'm in um, Split in Croatia. Beautiful. Um, I mean, beautiful. No, it's beautiful <laughs> here, and I'm sure it's beautiful where you are. 100%. It's beautiful how we're connecting. <laughs> it really is. It really is. It's testament to technology. I could really do with some sunshine. Please tell me it's cloudy where you are. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh. It's, I'm looking to my left, and there, yeah, it's it's uh, blue sky and and and, um, and sunshine. Although well, it's a bit chilly, you know, it's it's quite chilly outside. But yeah, um, I'm happy for you. But still, the sunshine. You're right. A bit of sunshine, just seeing the sun, even though it may be quite cold, can just give us a, a boost. You know, hundred percent. I um, I'd love to start the conversation at the cutting edge of where you meet the world and all the great things that you really do, but. Something's captured my curiosity, and it's looking at your early career where you spend, you know, the mid 90s at Disneyland Paris, working in Disneyland Paris. Then a couple of years later, you're working in Ibiza. I mean, those two, those two working experiences are very contrasting. Did they shape you in any way? Yeah, no, listen, all everything is, everything is shaped us all in, in everything we do till right now in, in in who we um who we are how we see ourselves the story in our head about who we are and how we kind of show up in this world and i suppose the perception of others as well no but so yeah disneyland paris um so i left i left home i left home i left <laughs> i was working or well, not working well i was i was my education <laughs> art college drawing every single day with a pencil mm. which which you know a lot of people I'm sure those if there's anyone listening to this who's been to art college pencil pencils do play a big role still today although computers play a, a bigger role probably back then it was literally pencils and coloring pen, coloring pencils charcoal and paper every day and that I, I loved it because it was a, a way to be expressive, and I um, I didn't carry on the my education in arts, and I just needed to to um, to travel. I needed to 
to build up my confidence because I think mm. traveling helps you we can think it all think about it everyone can think about this when we travel mm. it makes us feel good right but it also gives us this confidence level mm. a confidence that when we're younger and I suppose that's why a lot of people go traveling because it just gives them this opens up doors and and gives them the, their own confidence about who they are in the world and and where they're going so I just needed to travel so I, I went to live in Scotland for a while and then after that back to London and then and then Paris Disneyland Paris and then on to, and once I did Paris it was like I can do more of this <laughs> and the world is so much bigger than 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 it than it seems maybe and so I, I gave me the confidence to travel more and then uh, Marseille, south of France, and I started working with a, a British tour operator, not to Ibiza, in fact, but to Mallorca, uh, Malta, uh, Budapest, uh, Madeira. So I lived in, in seven countries, six countries, and then I had a placement in Croatia, which at the time... Again, not a lot of many people had heard about, apart from maybe the troubles that they'd seen in terms of sure. the, the civil war that was the troubles that was going on here mm -hmm. quite a few years earlier. But it was intriguing. It was a small place. And um, and then sort of fast forward to today, yeah. still here. <laughs> <laughs> 21 years later, still in Croatia. But my my I suppose my career developed more into into helping people share their messages, find their mm -hmm. stories, and uh, and deliver those stories in the right way. But but in terms of Disney and 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 the world working with um, mm -hmm. holiday makers, many things similar actually, because you 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 have to present yourself, you have to present ideas, you have to present the holiday the holiday resort, you have to get people in, you know people feeling intrigued, mm -hmm. people feeling good about what they're about to do. Uh, Disney has this this culture of, again, it's a feel good culture, isn't it? There's nothing, generally, as a kid, nothing negative about Disney. It's 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 a feeling, isn't it? It's it's helping people feel that way, and so at, just as part of that puzzle at Disney, helping people to helping kids and families to feel good about what they're doing while they're there. And same mm -hmm. thing about holidays. Holidays are really important. They mean so much, don't they? They mean even more so maybe after <laughs> after what we've all been been through. Certainly in the UK, where it's a feeling, it's a feeling of of confidence. It's mm. a feeling of feeling free. Mm. It's a feeling of the the things that you not that you don't do normally, and you're trying something new. Mm. And you can be who you want on holiday as well. You can be you can be completely the the opposite of who you are in your normal life which is mm. which is quite intriguing because it gives kind of gives you a break from it you know because nobody knows you well usually nobody knows you <laughs> depends where you go so those two worlds um although you might think they were quite different but they're quite similar in yeah. terms of what i was doing there and how did how's that shaped me today certainly again building up my confidence to speak to members of the public speak to mm -hmm. people as they were judging me um, early on in my career um, feeling trying to help people feel good about what they what who they are and what they're doing mm. and that's the same thing that's pretty much the same thing yeah. I do today helping people feel good about who they are ready to share their messages in the right way um, connect 
with their audiences and and uh, again make an impact mm. love that Hey, my friends, just want to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to the show so far. I hope it is serving you well. And I wanted to let you know that on the 25th of June, we will be holding a five-year celebration based at the home of our podcast, Elevate Online Marketing Offices in Trowbridge. Our community turns five this summer, and I really want to bring great people like you together We have three guest speakers lined up. We will be joined by the YouTube sensations that are Evolution of Dave and Esther McCann. And we'll also be joined by our great friend and TEDx speaker, Tommy Gentleman. It's going to be a great celebration. We'll have welcome drinks provided by Elevate Online Marketing. We're going to have some great food provided by Valicious. And we have a band performing live for the very first time. There's a special connection with the band. All will be revealed soon. But for now, please head to the show notes, get your tickets. And I really look forward to celebrating with you on the 25th of June. Let's get back to the interview. You featured on the on the TEDx stage. I know that you help leaders, you know, stand on stages and tell their stories and tell better stories. How will... Um... How did you, how did you journey? Did you first have to discover your own story? Does is it start there? Well, not really, not really. It's it's more about so my story. I mean, my story. We all have our own stories, but it wasn't my journey. Is not really about my journey, my story, and, and sharing that story. It's more about the skills that I kind of learned along the way. Gotcha. And then helping others to share their stories, to help help others to mm. find the story that's right for them, or the one that's going to make the most impact, and how they're going to deliver that. So, mm. yeah, as I say, many years with um, with Thompson Holidays, in fact. So, so pr- presentation meetings, presenting the resort, presenting all the great things they can get up to. So, the same presentation in you know every single week in front of 100, 200 people, mm-hmm. four or five times a week. So the same thing. But I realized early on the small things I did to change, like maybe the things I said, slightly change them, slightly different words, the way I said those words, mm. how I felt about what I was saying, how I felt about myself, if I was, wasn't feeling good for some reason, all of these things make a difference because people feel that people can mm. feel how you're feeling and that that helps them it gives them a kind of gauge whether they're going to start to trust you start to like mm. you and start to believe whether well yeah actually this this guy's got something good to say and so through the years making mistakes through that <laughs> and doing quite well with that helped me to kind of work out generally the mm. things that we can do to get a better connection and to get closer to those to those outcomes that we want to do so it, it's 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 been a, a kind of that kind of journey to where I am today and um I'm still learning because every single every client I, I work with there's something new to 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 discover discover about them mm. and discover mm. about me as well sounds strange but it's true you just Mm. just you you hear things and chat I challenge myself on the things that I'm sharing with them 
because sometimes, well, often actually, one thing for one person may not work for, for, for someone else and someone else may have something up their sleeve that you don't know about, that you haven't seen before, or maybe because of their personality or because mm. of their message, it's better their way than, than, than what I suggest. So, so yeah, my journey is really kind of, I keep learning and keep listening to, to the clients that I'm working with. I love that. I love that. Clearly, this doesn't apply to the people that are listening right now because clearly they do care because they push play. But what are the power of the two words? They might still. They might. Not, they, hopefully, they're still with us. Yeah, maybe they've, they've pressed. Maybe they've pressed pause. They're definitely still hopefully, with us. Hopefully, hopefully. What is the power of the two words? Nobody cares. Yeah, no one. No one really cares. I mean, we we speakers often so working with actually working with professional a lot of professional speakers mm -hmm. because we're because they're professional speaker and they get paid a lot of money and they maybe mm -hmm. they do it as a job um often egos get quite um mm -hmm. quite big people's idea of themselves the perception of themselves mm -hmm. um often is is bigger than it really is right so when, whenever we're speaking to a, a crowd an audience right now a podcast on TV, on a stage, in front of a group of a team, your your team, your team leader, let's say, a morning briefing, a webinar, mm -hmm. whatever it is. If you're when you're speaking, people who listen to you, they owe you nothing. Mm. They owe you nothing at all to listen to you. In fact, they don't even owe you their time. Mm. Misconception. Mm. they don't really owe you anything at all you might even think because you're maybe because you're their boss mm. you think they you know you deserve their time but in fact maybe physically because they have to be there <laughs> but emotionally they can just turn anyone could just turn off at any time yeah. so it's it's that that kind of phrase no one cares has always been something that i've always remembered and i always mm. try to help people understand that from day one because if you start as soon as you think that okay well people are you know people are here to listen to me people are here to to my the perception that i have from them is up here somewhere and people are really interested and really intrigued to hear what i have to say mm -hmm. even before you've started most of the time it's it's not like that at all Right. So as soon as you start, you have to really think about the things. Well, before you start, you think about the things that that, you know, that help people to to keep intrigued, to grab their attention, to keep their attention. No one owes you a thing. So why should I keep listening to you? It's even more difficult online. So anything, in, you know, in front of a screen, when we're in front of a screen, it's even more difficult because screens are designed. When we look at screens, we we automatically no we can just click something and mm. we they go it goes so netflix when we don't like something we click mm. youtube click this podcast mm. but the good thing about good thing about these things online are people can come back to them yeah right so urgency maybe they have something else which is a higher higher on their priority list so they mm. can come back mm. to it which is cool which is fine but still to get people to keep listening People need to 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 know what's coming 
or the, mm. the feeling of what's coming. You did mm. an intro to this podcast episode. So first of all, people see the episode, maybe they've seen some images perhaps, or they've seen something that's popped up on LinkedIn, or maybe they've already subscribed. So they kind of know the kind of guests and the kind of value that they share anyway, right? So we'll see this, see my name and, and hear, hear your intro. And all of that is designed to, to help mm-hmm. the listener think, well, yeah, actually, I'm going to stick around. Mm. So, so, so yeah, big, big two words you know no one no one really cares no one cares you you have to make them care you have to earn everybody's respect everybody's respect to listen to you because their time Mm. is is the most valuable thing they can give you yeah and and knowing that knowing that will just help help you keep your feet on the ground Mm. and and, and really focus on value, focus mm. on the things that are going to help them stick around. Yeah. And hundred percent, I completely agree with you. And at this point, I just like to pause and just again, thank everybody, whoever pushes that play button, but I'm also going to encourage them to push the pause button and consider going watching this on YouTube, because I can see that Peter's taking a great deal of conscious effort to do a lot of uh, gestures and physical which i imagine if you close your eyes whilst you listen to the podcast you will almost be able to hear the expression that that peter is is demonstrating but i want you to go see that with your eyes and see what difference that makes because it really adds to that in that master mastery of, of communication so so thank you for your example peter well, well, from now on, I'm sorry to disappoint. I will just keep my hands uh, down, <laughs> down below and don't uh, say anything. But it's true what you say. The yeah. animation, we have to be animated. Mm. Certainly in this, if we're talking about this, this, this online world of Zoom and, and virtual exchanges, we need to, to add a little bit more oomph in terms, of, in terms of our animation, in terms of life, in terms of mm. movement, in terms of how we sound. Because it's so easy not to share that because often we don't think about what we look like when people look at us mm-hmm. on on a screen we you know when when we when we're looking at a camera unless we are aware we are aware of, of what people can actually see on the other side yeah it often it comes across as very bland not enough energy and it, mm-hmm. and and we're not giving the right signals in terms of how we're feeling and how we're reacting to what's being heard, mm. right? So that's, so yes, yeah, making sure that your, your, your gestures and your facial expression and your voice are kind of like a level up <laughs> to, to create that connection and mm. to, to clearly make it easy for the other person who's looking yeah. at you to really understand you know what's get what's happening and how you feel mm-hmm. so the people listening they've now got a heart for serving rather than expecting status why why ought they consider becoming a storyteller how might that help so so essentially so essentially like when we make our you know this and i'm sure many of your listeners will know this as well. When we make everything we, we see, we we hear, we 
everything around us, we're making our, we're making judgments, right? We're making judgments on, on what we see based on often based on our experience before, based on bias, based on mm-hmm. um, evidence that we've had that the story in our head as well about who, as I said earlier on, who we are and how we see the world and how we think, how we think perhaps other people see us, mm-hmm. right? So all these signals we're making judgments on, right? And these judgments are often based on, on, on emotion, right? And how we, how we feel. And so what we see, colors, um, you may see, I don't know, you may see, you may, yours is actually very good. Your background is very clean and it, it feels good, but often we see messy backgrounds and, and, and bookshelves with, with books overflowing pretty much everywhere. And that will give us a, a, a feeling. It will give us a feeling that maybe this person, this person could be maybe messy in his private life, mm-hmm. maybe also in his professional. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But but all of this creates an emotion, and on that emotion, we 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 make a judgment, and we we either connect or we don't connect. Mm-hmm. So, telling stories or or stories in terms of emotion, because that's what they are. Stories mm-hmm. are pretty much. I like to call them moments of emotion. Mm. Emotions that we all can relate to. Mm. So all those, all those emotions that as an adult that we've, we've all experienced at some stage, most of us, fear, excitement, disappointment, rejection, um, all, all, all of that, right? So it's all emotion. So when mm. we start to tell, uh, to talk about things that have happened to us, mm with emotion often we can relate to that because we felt that way or we can feel we can understand we can imagine what it feels like i can say to you now ryan um have you ever have you ever been on a plane sitting on a plane and it's been delayed right and you're you're sitting on that plane and the more the more the minutes carry on ticking the more frustrated you become yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine, even if you have, even if you haven't actually been on a plane in that situation, you can imagine the feeling of mm-hmm. how that mm-hmm. feels, right? Mm-hmm. You can imagine that frustration. You can imagine that that kind of, am I going to be able to? Is this plane going to take off? So we're going to get home in time. So I'm back, back at work tomorrow morning, or my car parking, <laughs> my parking my car at Heathrow. My the child. Money it's going to. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or just. Yeah. Absolutely. So you can just by getting people to feel something, mm. you know, really create that connection and relevance can help people connect. Yeah. And then that comes into the, the umbrella of, of, of simple, simply storytelling mm. to get people's attention. Because storytelling te- is, is really good for so many things. It's unpredictable. Yeah. So if I say to you, like, okay, let me explain to you a few things that happened to me this morning. You're going to like this. So even though, even though I, you know, you, you have no idea where I'm going with this and you're more likely to be intrigued with that than if I said to you something that you already know. Yeah. You watch a movie. We watch a movie that we've seen 10 times before. Some people like that. Some people like to do that and watch movies they've seen before over and over again. I, I personally only like to see it once, maybe twice if it's really good, but generally we, we, we don't watch things that we know are, are coming back, mm. right, with this emotion. 
The only time we can do that is with music. Music every time. So we can listen to music 100 times, the same mm. thing, and still feel good every time we hear that. If we watch a movie, mm, it's, it's not unpredictable. We mm. know what's coming. So a story, anything mm. with the story or emotions is, is, is unpredictable. Mm. Gossip, right? Gossip. <laughs> That's that's unpredict. That's well, not necessarily unpredictable, but it's it's stories mm. about other people that intrigue us because mm. we're thinking about how it relates to us, perhaps, right? So, so simply thinking more about emotions and and how how those emotions are connected with the content you're sharing, the outcome you want connected to the the emotion that's connected with that story so it's, it's it's actually a lot simpler than many people will think because when we talk about storytelling a lot of people we it gets thrown around all the time in all different shapes and sizes um and we often think about okay we, story we think of we think of stories as in you know start middle finish we've got these the, i don't know the hero's journey for example mm -hmm. ups and downs and then you know top of a mountain at the end mm -hmm. olympic gold medal from someone who who was very poor, let's say, or from a broken family, blah, blah, blah. Those, those definitely are stories, but they're all, it's all about emotion. Mm. But I can do it, I can have just as much impact if I talk about, I'm talking about an, an idea connected to something that I'm selling, for example, or the product I'm selling, mm. or maybe the stories of the people that have used this service or product where they, they, you know, they, they came to me, let's say someone came to me and they had, they had this real fear of real issue of building up their confidence when they had mm. to speak in front of a crowd. And they, and then we worked on it with ups and downs, difficult, quite a long time, but at the end of it, stood on a, on a TEDx stage and, and, and shared his message and now he's you know he's actually got loads more gigs in terms of mm -hmm. um, speaking at more stages that's a story that's a really simple story the story the success story but it, mm -hmm. in fact what is it it's just emotion something that's happened to somebody connected with um connected with your your story connected with your product or service and that's 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 what it's all about these mm -hmm. these moments of emotion Love that. There'll be many people listening that at some point this year, they will have to either pitch themselves, their services, their business to another human being. I know you help people with that. Is there a particular formula that you use? No. <laughs> so the up to short and sweet answer to that. Not, not really. But again, certain things you have to remember and yeah. certain things if you remember these things and work on these things, it, it will certainly help you. Th again, think about the emotions involved. Mm. Think about how you're feeling, how or your product or your service, what it does, the big mm. picture of what it does. Let's say, okay, you wouldn't be doing this, but if somebody was selling hotel rooms or a hotel or the services of a hotel, selling a room is what? When you, 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 sell a, you, sell a, you sell a room, mm. what, what do you sell? Do you sell the room? Not really. You're actually selling, selling something more than that. You're selling a, a good night's sleep. You're selling mm. a peaceful night's sleep. You're selling <laughs> a, a feel-good moment, you know, where they're staying. So this is just something, I just grabbed it there, but it, I don't yeah. know whether you can see that. Can yep. you see that? 
for those listening, it's a Premier Inn hotel key card, and it says your key to a great night's sleep. Exactly, exactly. So your key to a great night's sleep. So this is an it is a key card, and it does what does it do? It opens the door to your room. Mm-hmm. But what it actually does is give it gives you it gives you access mm-hmm. to a great night's sleep, and it's not a nice little bit of um, marketing on the card. But it's so true. Again, if you're selling, if you're selling beds, if you're somebody who sells a bed or or, or, or furniture, like beds, you're not selling a bed or a mattress. You're you're selling again a good night's sleep. You're selling a a a, a, a night's sleep of comfort. The transformation. Well, not just a night's sleep. Uh, you know, years of comfort. However long a, a mattress normally lasts. You know, it's an investment. An investment into your well-being. Mm. you know so always think about the big picture of what it what it really does yeah not necessarily the actual function but think about like the bigger picture of what of the feeling of the emotions it it, it it creates also when you start out whenever you're for example working with founders working with startups when we look at when we're starting the pitch often we look at ways of finding common ground Mm. right or getting people to 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 listen to you more because they are it's relevant to them Mm -hmm. it it reminds me now of a of a 10x talk um with a with a with a lady that i helped um last year and her talk simply was all about she's a teacher professor teacher and she talked about the uh, the importance of the connections that you have as a as an educator together with your students and we should really be thinking more about that for educators how we can do that better right so that's essentially framing what what it's all about so we we came up with the start which which really helped people think about um a a certain certain thing i'll share with you right now what that was so she would start something like let me think so think back to when you were about 15, right? Starting 15, 16, okay? And you're starting, it's about the time where you start your, your first day, first day at high school, let's say. That time, I'm sure there's many of you that felt, that felt good, that felt, you know, you're, you're a teenager, the world's in front of you, feeling good, ready for what's, what's ahead looking at the other boys and girls, for example, and thinking about who you're gonna, who you're gonna try and ask out on a date, let's say. There were many, I'm sure, that probably feeling, you know, a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit unsure, not quite sure where they should be in this world. And having, going to school where there's a lot of, lot of new people out of your comfort zone, feels kind of odd, right? But for all of us, all of us during that time, I'm sure that there's one teacher, one special teacher that you remember, one special teacher that that stands out. And then she would say, for me, it was Miss um, XXX. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we would focus on, on, on the teacher and that relationship we ha- she had. But just by doing that, it helps people to, to start thinking about to, to be in that position. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
first day at school, some of us were feeling good, some of us were not feeling great. I don't know. I don't know who's feeling good, who's not feeling good, but I kind of went in both camps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It could you could be like this, or it could be like this. But for all of us, which is pretty true, mm. there's there was one teacher, one teacher that we remember. And when I say that, automatically most of us start thinking about our teacher right you brought right I'm, I'm, well, I'm not sure but I imagine you maybe there was images of your favorite teacher that you remember for for good or bad reasons <laughs> but I didn't say that that's irrelevant because I just said thinking about a teacher that you remember so once you've thought about that in your mind and I don't need to know who that is as soon as I say well for me it's a teacher called mm -hmm. XXX. You're more in a position to listen to me, listen to me, because you've thought about that in your mind, mm. rather than if I didn't plant that seed. Ryan, you're, what's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite packet of crisps? Don't tell me, just <laughs> think your favorite packet of crisps, right? Favorite packet. I'm going to tell you right now what my favorite packet is. My favorite packet is it's actually Monster Munch. I don't know whether they make them anymore. Do they make them anymore? Yes, mate. They do. They do. Yeah, Monster Munch. Quite spicy, quite um and, and uh, a lot of orange um, crisps everywhere around my house. Then back then. But anyway, here's the thing. Again, I just uh, I ask you what you think or maybe think about this, you don't have to tell me, it's a rhetorical question, you don't have to tell me the answer, I don't need to know the answer, I don't wanna know the answer. But it, what it does, it just gets you thinking about it. And then when I say, bang, mine is, is this, you're like automatically, mm, I mean, I'm curious, I'm intrigued, because I wanna know what, what somebody else's opinion is on the same thing. So that's a really good, that's a really good way of, well, I'm not talking about crisps, asking people what they're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what everybody will be, will be doing now. But mm. not to do that, but just to get people to think about think about a, a topic by asking them a question and, and letting, letting that sink absorb in their minds. And once they start doing that and start agreeing with you, when I say, you know, I'm sure there's one teacher that, that we all remember. I'm pretty sure there's one teacher that we all remember. And in your mind, you're like, yeah, my, I, I remember my teacher, bang, in my mind. Mm. So you're, you're agreeing with me, you're with me. So the more times we, more times we kind of agree, we need lots of agreements. And once I give you, once we agree on that, on, have lots of those small little agreement moments mm. that are relevant to both of us. Yeah. It's so much easier to move on to the next next bit or next part. Yeah. Yeah. Just think of simple ways you can you can get common ground. Mm. Do you think we have um, almost like a spidey sense to being sold to that we have to somehow navigate? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we if we feel like we're being sold to, as soon as we have the, those signals that pop up. I know they can come from anywhere. They can come from what we see. They can come from the, the, the way the person's dressed. They can come from the way the, the tone of voice. So as soon as we feel that, often we 
there are many that that are okay with it. There are many that would, you know, pull up a, a barrier. Something I heard not so long ago, again with with um, uh, a great um, call center coach. So it's a, a coach that that uh, helps people with 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 cold calling and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, speaking over the phone. He said, actually, it's far better not when you start off not to have that chirpy, bright, full of life, confident, Mm. shiny voice and tone. Because most people, most people, if you just jump in and you you do that, certainly in a in a in a you know a phone environment, a phone Mm. calling um environment most people will think they're ready to be sold to right mm-hmm. and again if they if they start like that then it's so much more difficult to, to keep them with you so he suggested you know just just be a little bit more more um kind of natural um mm-hmm. you don't have to push your voice any any further you don't have to make it any don't have to sound any more confident um, certainly the, the other side of the scale, keep away from that where you sound really boring and, and not engaging at all. And, you, you know, just reading off a script and you're ready to go home. <laughs> but just a kind of natural, not over the top start to that, to that, to that exchange can mean so much. Love that. I'll be super conscious and respectful of your time. What is... Uh... What is a question maybe that you've not been asked, but you'd like to answer? <laughs> a question that I have never been asked, but I'd like to answer. I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good, that's a good question to ask. Cause I, I don't know. I'm, so I'm trying to think of a, of a something, essentially something that I want to say, I want to share and want to give my opinion on, but no one's bothered pretty much to ask me. Genius question, right? It's a great question. <laughs> Thank great you. Question. It's, a, it's a good one. I, I, I can't help. Good. I'm stuck. Where Sorry. can people find out more about you? How can they connect with you? Yeah, no, the easiest way is, is jump onto LinkedIn and um, put in my, my, uh, my name and uh, speaking, public speaking, and uh, I will pop up. You can see all the stuff that I've, I've been doing recently. Um, what I'm about to do, uh, a lot of um, this podcast. I'm sure this, this, uh, this the links to, to this podcast. Although they've probably already got there because they've they've listened to this before. Kind of a strange <laughs> labyrinth. Inception, of, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but if you do, if anybody's actually already found me, they might come onto this podcast. That will be a weird thing. They found me first, mm-hmm. then they come in and and and. They come out and they come and see or hear the podcast. Then they reach out to you. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn, best way. And, um, you know, have a look at what I'm, what, I, what I'm doing. If you feel that maybe we can collaborate, something something that I can help you with. A lot of what I'm doing right now is helping teams and, and professionals and leaders leaders to, to really get good at this, really get good at this these virtual exchanges. So using... Our, our, our voice, body, gestures, storytelling, how to create that that chemistry, how to keep people's attention mm. um, and get closer to the outcome. So if that if that tickles your fancy or tickles the fancy of your team, 
and reach out and, and let's see where we can potentially collaborate. Love that. What does the phrase always better than yesterday mean to you? Always better than yesterday. For me, for me, moving, keep on moving is, is like three words that kind of help me, that, that I automatically think of when I hear what you've just said to me. Mm. Right. So keep on moving. So whatever you do, keep moving. So keep moving in terms of, okay, physically, mm-hmm. keep, keep moving, um, but also emotionally, mentally, keep learning, keep, there's always something new to, 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 to learn, jump out of your comfort zone now and again, mm. don't stay static and don't, and when you're static, I'm also, I'm also thinking of emotionally. So when we're, mm-hmm. when we're drowning in our sorrows, when we're drowning in our, you know, maybe, I don't know, if we're not feeling great about ourselves, we've got a big worry we're trying to figure out. Keep keep moving in terms of getting advice from other people, talk to people about things. This this These last 18, you know, 18 months, two years, for everyone has, has hit us in, in different ways. And so for me, my whole events, um career not the whole career but my my i felt like it it just completely stopped Mm. it did it completely stopped coaching career had to figure out how i was going to change things around Mm -hmm. by changing it online but pretty much i was i'm here in my flat in croatia um and trying to work out what i'm going to do next Mm. by by keep keeping on moving in terms of keep on reaching out I was looking at a lot of things online, uh, reaching out to people maybe that I wouldn't have reached out to before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a bit of exercise now and again. Um, things things often are worse in our heads than they actually are. You know that m- more than many, right? Mm-hmm. So, and whatever we think about, often it gets bigger. So think about a worry. When we think about it a lot, we're focused on that worry, it, it kind of opens up lots of cans of worms because we keep thinking about things that often won't probably happen. Mm. Whereas if we think about something that's good or we want to achieve or we want to get closer to, the more we think about that, the more this, this kind of energy, I'm a real, real big believer in this kind of energy that, that's there from, from the way we, we're feeling about who we are and, and, and other people as well. So... So yeah, keep on moving. Um, keep don't don't stay static. And every day is different. Every day is is uh, is a different day. Can you hear that? Yeah. What is it? I have no idea. Sounds like a cat doing martial I arts. Think I think I think there might be a cat in the corridor. Not my corridor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the fifth floor. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, there must be a cat in in the... I just it's a cat doing martial arts. Yeah. It's just in my head. Right. It's great. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate um you and, and the and the stories that you've shared with us. I'd be honored if you'd leave us with a final thought from your good self. It's getting louder. It's, isn't that that cat? Martial art cat. Um Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> but that was a dog. If you if anyone Googles that, it was actually a dog from the 80s. Um, cartoon character called Hong Kong Fui. And if it was a cat, that's what he would sound like. Anyway, last thoughts I would say is 
again, no one owes you a thing. People's judgment of you and who you are, we can't change that. Mm. We can't stop people judging us. We can't, we can't control that either. We can't control how people judge us. But what we can do is do things that are going to help to create a better perception. Mm. Right. So judgment, let people judge you, especially when we're speaking, let people judge you because you're in, you're putting yourself in a position where more, there's more eyes on you, more ears listening to you. And so naturally in terms of numbers in a numbers game, more, you're going to get more people that are not going to like you and it's okay. Not everyone has to like you. Mm. That's okay. Not everyone has to like you. If everyone doesn't like you, then maybe there is a problem. <laughs> yeah. But being okay with letting people judge you mm-hmm. is a good thing. Really good thing. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, my friend. You're welcome. Hopefully we can do this again someday. Yes. And I can I can invite the 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 um the ninja cats and um <laughs> yeah, we can we can have a great episode on, on this. So on good. That. take care brother take it easy hey my friends thank you for making it to the end i hope that our time spent together today has left you a little bit better than before you push play i'd really appreciate if you just took a moment to leave a review to allow me to meet more people where they are and hopefully leave them a little bit better too if you're curious to know how i through always better than yesterday can serve you your team, your organization, then head to alwaysbetterthanyesterday.com to connect. And while you're there, let me know one or two things that you're going to do as a result of listening to this conversation. I absolutely love hearing your thoughts, your reflections, and the things that this spark in your own heart and mind. If you want more insights from my heart and mind, I do send out short episodes on a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And again, I hope that they serve you well. I appreciate you listening. I'm Ryan Hartley, host of the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast, a podcast for heart-centered leaders just like you. Keep leading, my friends. Always love.